Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Joshua Suliruka here, your host of the Impact Podcast Show. And today we have another uh, episode and a special guest on the Impact Podcast Show. But before I do introduce our next um, our next special guest, I would like to just state two things. The first thing I would love to do is I would love to say thank you. I'd love to say thank you to those that are listening uh, to this podcast, either through Spotify or Apple Podcasts. But I also want to say thank you uh, to those who are watching this uh, podcast video through our YouTube channel. And so if you're watching this video through our YouTube channel, please make sure that you guys like this video if you are receiving any value. And I would also encourage you guys to comment any thoughts, anything that you guys um, get in terms of inspiration or whatever um, you know value that you receive, please let us know your thoughts down in the comments down below. But most importantly, uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and make sure you click on that bell button for the latest updates for our next video. And so that's the first thing I'd love to say. But the second thing I love to say, and I say this in every uh, podcast episode that we do, and I love to, you know, just state our mission and our mission is simple. Our mission is to focus on impacting the one. So if you're getting impacted by this podcast, I encourage you to share this to someone else that can benefit from this. Because remember, it only takes one person to change someone's life and that could possibly be you and that will be cool. And so, guys, I would like to right now um, to um, you know introduce my next special guest on the Impact Podcast Show. But before I do, I'd love to give you guys a bit of context as to you know who he is and and why I actually brought him on here. So um, this this man on the other side, um, he's probably going to be like clueless at like right now when I start talking about this. But this guy right here on the other side actually impacted my life greatly. Uh, far more greatly um, than um, than other you know other people out there, and uh, like the one thing I believe in is that it's usually the ones that are unseen, you know, the the, the ones that are working and, and being around your life um, that that are usually the one that impact you and um, that are unseen. And so this man right here on the other side, um, he actually impacted my life. Uh, right in 2013 or 2012. Um, for those out there that are tuning in, um, you know, one thing I love to do is I love I love to play rugby league. And uh, this man right here was actually my first coach um, in, in the Parramatta system uh, when I started to play Harold Mats. And um, there was so much, uh, you know, beauty behind that year. And we're actually going to get like into that, um, you know, dive into that later on. But there's actually something really, really, um, you know, interesting about this man on the other side. Um, he's actually won multiple uh, premierships, um, you know, through the course of his um, coaching career. And I'm actually curious to know, not not exactly on how he did it, but more importantly on why. You know, what was the why behind the what? What was the heart um, behind why he does what he does? And so, um, guys, one thing I also believe in is that I always love, you know, to bring people on here that has impacted my life. And so this man right here has impacted my life greatly. There are many things that I do today that he actually taught me when I was only like 15 years of age, and it's still in me um, right now. And I'm doing it every day still to this day. And so, guys, I would love you all uh, to please welcome uh, to the Impact Podcast Show, uh, Mr. Uh, Chris Hutchison. Thank you, Hacho. Thanks, mate. Wow, that was, um, yeah, awesome. Thank you, Josh. Great introduction. Thank you, mate. Great no, no, it's you. all it's all good. It's all good. Now, you know what, man, I just want to say thank you so much. Um, you know, thank you so much, Chris, for, for jumping on. I know that time is valuable and I know that you, you do have things going on in your own world. And so I want to say thank you so much for taking out your time to jump on. No, mate, no, thank you very much for having me. And um, it's an honor for me to be here and to 
uh, you know, get out of my comfort zone and speak to you. And um, I really appreciate it um, being on this show. It's um, yeah, what what you're doing is a great thing, mate. Yeah, appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Um, and so I, I guess I guess the first thing I would love to do is, um, you know, we do have an impact community um, listening on that listen on the weekly uh, on a weekly basis. Um, but there, there is also like, you know, your fans, or I guess your your people, um, you know, your family that are going to be listening to this, but we do actually have a, a, a family base and the impact community that may not know exactly who you are. So is there any chance that you could possibly share a bit about who you are? Yeah, sure. I'll, uh, I'll do my best. I, um, again, I'm not, not great at this. Um, I suppose who I am is very simply I'm a, I'm a husband and a father and just a guy that um, enjoys his spending time with his mates, um, enjoys spending time with his family um, and just, uh, I, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a private person, I suppose, but I also, um, you know, like helping people. Um, uh, just, you know, I suppose I, I grew up in Leftbridge Park with a great family. I was very lucky. You know, my mum and dad were great to me. My dad used to take me um, to sport, you know, where, wherever I wanted to go. I've got a couple of brothers, older, one older, one younger, who are um, great mates of mine still to this, to this day. Um, great people, look up to them immensely. Um, but, yeah, just, just a family guy, I, I believe, and um, I, I, I try and do the best for them as much as I can. Um, but yeah, that's me. Very simple. Yeah, I love it. I actually love. See, guys, this is the reason why I love. I love Hacho. Um, you know, that's that's what we used to call him. Um, you know, back in the paradise. Um, the reason why is because he's very simple and he's just really like just straight to the point. Um, into into how he um you know speaks and I guess that was one thing that helped me out because I was always about like I was always everywhere in terms of uh, my mindset and. You know, for for someone like you know Chris to just jump on and just say, you know what, this is me. You know, this is it. Very, see, you know, very clear and simple. I'm a family man. You know, I'm a husband, and I, I'm I am I'm a father too. And then like that's 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 crazy to see that. Um, you know, it's crazy to see that. Yeah, like that. Like just the way that you're just very simple and and just sharing it. <laughs> like just that's the thing I love about him. Yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. much like what I wanted. Like what I just wanted to say. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, that's what I'm like. I don't know. I just uh, and and some people like it and some people don't as well. Like um, you know, I I you know do have it. I suppose that I am direct, but um, yeah, but I am very simple. I'm not a smart man, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and so I, I guess um. I guess here, like, I actually do want to say also thank you, you know, um, you know, uh, for those out there that are watching this uh, either through Spotify or, or watching this through YouTube or listening through Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, you know, uh, Hacho actually mentioned that, you know, he is a very private guy. Um, you know, he doesn't really talk like, you know, really much like like how I do. And so I actually do want to say thank you. You know, thank you so much for actually, you know, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and, and, and doing something like this. And I, I already know right now, um, even though we haven't got into the podcast, I believe that there are people out there that are getting impacted just knowing that you're, you're, you're stepping out of your comfort zone, knowing that you're a private person. <laughs> no, 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 not a problem. Like I said, you're probably... You're probably doing more for me than I'm doing for you right now. That's for sure. So no, I appreciate <laughs> being part of it. But um, yeah, look, and, and and that probably I've always been a shy person. Okay, and that's probably something you know that that I can share is that as a, as a kid I was I was very very shy. Very, and I struggled with it, and I probably still do struggle with it. And people don't see that. They probably don't see that because you know some of the, the things that I, I've been lucky enough to do. But 
I'm a shy person and sometimes people see that as, as, as rude and I don't mean to be rude. It's just that I'm shy and if I don't know people, I find it hard um, to talk to them. But um, And I suppose that's why I value um, so highly my, my family and my friends and that because they know me and, and funnily enough, they still like me. So, and and, and uh, it's, um, it's, a, it's a strange thing, but it's something that, that I've had to overcome uh, a yeah. little bit as well, moving into some of the roles and some of the things that I've done, um, you know, with, with coaching and, and 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 just my business life, but my family life, and just trying to get over that little bit of uh, shyness, which I had quite a bit as a kid, um, but not so much now. But it's, there's still still elements of it around. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know what? I'm actually so grateful that you're sharing this because. You know, for for the accolades that you received and, and for the person that you are today, yeah, no one would have seen that. You know, I never seen that. You know, I never seen <laughs> that you were you were shy. Like that's 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 news to me um, as yeah. of this day. Uh, but for me, I I, I seen you as as a a person because like before anything, before you're a coach, you're you're a person yourself. And and yeah. you know, seeing you as a person, I was just like, I just feel like this guy's just real direct. Yeah, just real. You know, <laughs> straight to the point and simple. I never had seen you know a bit of shyness whatsoever. You know. Um, and yeah. so I'm grateful that you're sharing this because I already know right now um, that yeah. I'm getting impacted by this, knowing that you've actually set that in your, your comfort yeah. zone and, and you're getting out there, um, you know, to share your story. Yeah, and, and most people um, yeah, probably are surprised by that, by hearing that. And But me and my family know that. They know what I'm like and they know that, I'm, I'm, you know, I can be quiet for a long time because I just, yeah, I, I just don't feel the need to talk when I don't have to, I suppose. But yeah. by the same token... Uh, around my family and my friends, you know, once we get going, I can talk for it for hours. But, um, but yeah, it's just just the way that I've sort of always been. I'm pretty comfortable um, in my own sort of space. And um, but by the same token, you know, like I said, when 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 I'm when I'm coaching, I love talking because I'm talking about something that I love, and I'm yeah. and I'm talking to people that I'm you know more often than not are there uh, for the right reasons and want to learn as well. And um, yeah, it's a it's a great thing. Um, trying to help other people, um, and that's that's been a big part, I suppose, of what I've tried to achieve. But but it's it's mainly about now, particularly since having kids, you know, with a young son that's thirteen, and uh, trying to you know see what his path is in life is, and then my my twin girls who are ten, you know, just trying to impact them, you know. And there's that word again, impact, you know, and that's yeah. why such a good thing what you're doing. But you know, just trying to do the right thing for them and you know, give them the, the right reasons, uh, give them, you know, um, that 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 right influence, you know, and their reasons for doing things. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I actually totally agree. And, and, and for me, it sounds to me that, you know, when it comes to, you know, Chris, uh, Chris Hutchison, for him, it's like, uh, if like, there, like there needs to be certain purpose. There needs to be a certain purpose for him to actually open up. Or, or it sounds to me that when it comes to Chris Hutchinson, it's all about like if there's no purpose, I'm not going to say anything because I don't believe that there's actually any value for me, um, you know, to to say anything at this moment. Is that something that you, that you can agree on? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, you know, um, and I don't like to push my thoughts and processes on people as well. You know, I, I like people to make come up with their own decisions and things like that. And, and, and that's that's um, something that you know I've I've done, I suppose as a coach or, you know, in my life is that I don't try and push things onto people. I, I give my opinion where, where, where I think it's warranted, but, um, 
people are on their own path, their own journey, so they need to make their own choices. And you know, my 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 way of thinking is that I try and give them the information, give them the the um, you know, what you know, give them all the information. They make the choices. So yeah. whether it's right or wrong, and sometimes we make wrong ones, and that's okay as long as um, as long as we have a look at it, identify it. Uh, understand that it was the wrong one and, and, and make the right one next time. And, you know, I'm a big believer I have a bit of a life motto. It's what you do next that matters. <laughs> um, and you probably might have heard that a few times but um, when I coached. But, but, uh-huh. Yeah, in footy and in life, you know, you can't change what just happened, but you can definitely uh, improve what's, what's happening next. And, you know, whether it's in a footy game where, you know, you want to, um, you know, make a, make an impact with your next tackle or your next, your next carry or, you know, your, your next um, support effort, you know, for your teammate. Uh, you can control that, but you can't control just what, what happened. And, and the same within, within life, you know, you can, you can make a lot of errors in life and we all make them every single day and we, and we should admit that. Um, but you know, it's what you do next that matters. Yeah, just you saying that, like, literally just gave me goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> it just made me think about, you know, like, you know, my, I guess my journey, you know, like my journey into, I guess not just in the rugby league, um, you know, scene, but like most importantly, like life, you know, yeah. for me, like I, I've always had that concept in my head. And although it wasn't the words, it was the principle behind it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always about like, yeah, what are you doing next? Like, what, like, yes, you can't control what has just happened. It's already in the past right now. But what what can you do now so that you can become better? Like I'm always like like preaching that in myself. Like I'm I'm yeah. always saying that to myself before I actually say it to anyone like anyone else. Um, which is yeah, like I was just like, man, like that's that's crazy to see um that that's that's something that I, I still live by, like still to this day. Well, that's good to hear. And and and, and you know, that's 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 why we do what we do a, a lot of the time. You talk you two spoke about that in the introduction, and my way is easy, you know. I I, I got lucky enough to ask to do some coaching and I did some coaching in a number of different sports, tennis, cricket, uh, rugby league before I fell into rugby league and went, okay, and that was in 2001, so a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but I fell into that and, and and my why was easy. It was there to, to help people become better and it wasn't necessarily making the best tackler, best uh, anything on the field. It was just making uh, good people Um and, and make them and good good rugby league players helped as well and and, and we you know you, you have some success in life if you have that sort of attitude and my philosophy for coaching was you know it's always been the same every year and it's always it will, it will never change and it's and, and that's to improve the people and to have fun yeah and you know look you, know, you always have more fun when you're winning which is cool <laughs> but you know you don't win all the time you don't win in life you don't win in footy um, you know, you go through your ups and downs throughout a season, you go through your ups and downs throughout your life, uh, and you come back to that same motto, it's what you do next. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already loving this. I'm already loving this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm getting filled. Um, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting madly impacted here um, just because, yeah, I think for me, I'm just like memories are coming. You know, memories are coming <laughs> for me, you know, um, because like if I had to be truly like transparent to you, uh, for, for me, the like the like the year of 2013 was like my, I guess my my spark. Um, yeah. Like like everything had just sparked as of that year, um, and then like my ignition to become better 
um, started from there. And then obviously we all have our own journey. Um, and, and, and I always see it as like, you like you always have your ups and downs, but the one thing that still, you know, held my ground was that year. Cause that was the year that, that sparked me. And so, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually so keen to get into the podcast. We haven't even started, we haven't <laughs> even started getting in, but we will like, we will right now. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, I guess we're going to move into it like a, and like into the next segment, which is, um, your story. And so, you know, one thing I believe in is that before the glory, um, there is always a story, you know, uh, <laughs> before, before, um, before you actually had your, your, I guess your glorious days of, you know, of your accolades or your achievements as a coach, well, not, not like, I wouldn't say just as a coach, but, you know, uh, as a, um, as a family, um, as a family man, uh, you know, being a husband, um, and also being a father. And so um, we're going to go on to a journey to, to know more about Chris Hutchison's story. And uh, I guess, I guess um, you know, the, the first kind of step that I would love to get into is I'd love for you to kind of just share a bit about your upbringing. Uh, I, know, I know that you shared a bit about you being a bit shy um, growing up, but I do know that you do actually have, um, you know, brothers in, in your family. So um, could you kind of just probably start there from your family? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, okay. So bro- older brother, uh, younger brother. As I said, we grew up in a, at Leftbridge Park, which is um, you know, in between Mount Druitt, St Mary's, and um, uh, my mum my and dad worked really, really, really hard. Okay, they, they worked really hard to, to um, you know, to get where they are now, which, which, which is great. Uh, but they did everything for us. They made sure, and I was very lucky. I had a great, great upbringing and uh, you know, we'd be out the back playing cricket or footy or um, any sport that every single afternoon. Um, my older brother was four years older than me, so I learned to compete real, real, real quick. Uh, because if I didn't, then I would lose a lot and, and often. And um, but yeah, and then uh, we had guys across the street. We'd be playing, you know, footy every day along the street or cricket, that sort of stuff. But um, but yeah, look, we 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 had a, a small house at Leftbridge Park, we, we, but we didn't want for anything. We, we um, yeah, Our parents made sure that we got everything. We made sure that they looked after us. They made sure we went to, um, you know, went to school every day. No excuses. They made sure that we, you know, did our jobs at home. They made sure that we did everything everything right. And um, it was great. It was great fun. Um, yeah, I suppose uh, schooling... And I went to a couple of good schools. Um, I was lucky, lucky that in that way, met some good, some good friends along the way. Uh, went, went to um, St Dom's at, at Penrith, which is funnily enough is where my son is going to now, which is pretty cool. It's always good to see you know, your yeah. son sort of move on to some of the things that that, that you did. Um, he probably does slightly better at school than me. Well, <laughs> a lot better. I wasn't, I wasn't great at school, but um, and and he is. He's he's pretty good. Um, but yeah, and I was then I, I played a lot of tennis growing up. I was actually uh, heavily into tennis, and my dad used to take me everywhere, all around the state, uh, playing tennis. And I was okay. I was I wasn't I wasn't outstanding. I wasn't great, but I I, I tried my best and um, played as hard as I could. But you know, there were better people than me. There were better players than me. Even though my dream was to win Wimbledon, you know, yeah. but um, I wasn't good enough. Basically, you know, there was better players than me, um, and it just wasn't to be. But you know, I moved on to play, you know, a bit of cricket and a bit of footy here and there. And um, but yeah, I, I suppose my my upbringing was was awesome. It really was. It was great. I had no 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 issues whatsoever. But um, yeah, I suppose that's that's my upbringing. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. No, thank you so much for sharing that. And and it's good. There's actually a couple of questions that I can ask based on based on what on your upbringing. You know, I, I guess you know just from what you were saying, you you were talking about you know your, your parents. You know, um, your, your parents being like you know very hardworking uh, people. How how was that for you? How was that for you knowing that you had um, you know parents in your life that were actually, I guess you know setting setting the right example for you. Oh, it was great, and and they they were a perfect example for us. You know, they um. They they didn't tell me they showed me yeah you know? and, I, and I think that's important like not not you know, sometimes they did tell you you know when you, you kick up the bum when you deserve yeah, yeah. It, but, <laughs> but not for not working hard enough but they showed me you know my dad was always uh, working hard but then when he come home he you know he was you know going referee um, he was a referee at touch footy and you know, I saw how hard he trained he worked you know to be one of the best referees in Australia. Um, you know, my mum, she was a squash player, so she she played, you know, worked hard and played at a decent level squash. But, um, you know, and she was continuing to study as, as her life went on. Um, so I saw that work ethic from them. You know, they didn't have to they didn't have to say it, but they showed it. So they, that was important to me, and um, it's important for me to you know to do the same with my kids to show them. Yeah. You know that you know you work hard, and sometimes it's a weakness of mine that I you know a bit of a workaholic, but. Um, yeah, and I've got to be better at that. I know that, but but um, I think over this COVID period, I've, I've you know it's probably been a bit of a, a you know a time where I've understood that okay, I can you know step back and don't have to put in all the long hours. I can well, you know still still work hard, but work smarter, um, but spend more time. You know, I got the opportunity over this period to spend more time with, with my kids, and it was great. It was great. They were homeschooled. I wasn't the teacher, that's for sure, but. I, I said to them, <laughs> I said to him, I'm not the teacher, I'm the principal. I just make yeah. it. So, yeah. <laughs> we had a bit of fun as well. So, but um, yeah, no, little things like that. But that, my parents were a great influence on me. So, and, and my, my older brother was a great influence on me. Um, he was tough. Um, yeah. But, um, and, and he never let me win. He never let me do anything. He, he, if, I, if, I, if I beat him, I earned it. Yeah. And, and, and we played tennis together. And um, we, um, but in the backyard, it was, it was on. It was on. It was great. It was cricket. It was footy. It was, it was anything you could imagine, and we did we did that. My younger brother's probably a little bit younger than me, uh, that we didn't get the opportunity to do a lot of that together. But um, as we've grown older, we've, we've become very good mates uh, to the point where most people will know that, that know me that you know wherever I sort of am, he's sort of right beside me, and that's a pretty cool thing to have. And um, we're always you know side by side because we we got that mutual respect and. Uh, I know that also when I'm uh, when I'm not quite doing you know the right thing, he'll clip me around the ears, which is great, and that's what you need. You need good people around you, but you need honesty. Uh, yeah. And 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 my dad was big on that. My mum was big on that. Um, you know, and, and sometimes we fall in the trap of not being those doing those right things. But my mum and dad would you know big on pulling me back in the line, and doing the right doing things for the right reasons and being honest. And my brothers are exactly the same. They do. You know, do the same things. My brothers, you know, they coach now as well. So, yeah, and and, and my younger brother, um, Luke, he he was a uh, a national you know, national swimmer. He was outstanding. You know, and uh, had had a put, had an injury that, that uh, sort of stopped him from going further. But so he, he was a really good uh, athlete in his own right. And my older brother was a um, world champion at all styles karate. So. Yeah, we've been lucky that we've had some success in our family, but they're, um, you know, they're a good role model that they just they kept 
they kept going. They kept going and they worked as hard as they could to get as high as they could. So, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 amazing, and it's amazing to see that it all stems from your parents. Like, yeah, you know, like the things that you had seen, and um, I love the fact that you you like you spoke about you know showing um the the fact that it was all based on what they or what you had saw and, and what they had shown you um like you like you I, I guess not just yourself but also um your your brothers um yep. that they were more of a, a shower than a teller. And, and, and we all know those people out there that just keep telling, 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 but they don't actually put any action to it. Whereas, whereas your, your parents were the complete opposite. You know, they, they were focusing on just showing the way. And I believe that that is probably far more impacting, you know, just like allowing people to watch. And it, it's, so, it's so good to see that your parents done that because I, I guess in, in, my, in my opinion that that's probably the, the way that you are now. You know, if it wasn't yeah. for them, you know, showing the way, as opposed yeah. to telling you the way, I don't think, um, you know, Hacho would be the man that he is today. Oh, I couldn't agree more, mate. And, um, you know, it's also that thing about, and my grandparents were the same, you know, they were great at that. that um, we were very lucky that we used to go away uh, to um, both of our grandparents' uh, places in the holidays with friends and with, you know, with cousins and like that sort of stuff. And, you know, you, you, know, you learn off them, you learn that. And the big thing that I always found also within my family is that, they, they allow you to make decisions. They allow you to make choices, okay? And I think that's a big thing is that you can give all the information, but, um, you know, allowing people to learn to make decisions at an early age is, is a good thing because um, you, sometimes you're going to make the wrong ones. Uh, and, then, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's okay too, but, it, you know, it's what's the consequence of that or how do we fix that or if we get in that situation again, you know, do we make that same decision or don't we? You know, mm. that's, that's up to the individual to um to tr- tr- try and understand why they're making those decisions and um if it's for the right reasons that's 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 the main thing and my parents you know allowed me to do that and i think it's helped me make it me be a better um decision maker hopefully yeah 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 no i actually totally agree onto onto what you're just saying right there and um like, like, I, like to me, I always believe that, yeah, um, when it comes to the parents, like they set the example for us, you know, you know, when you're growing up from zero to seven, that's like the most pinnacle part of your life um, from zero to seven. And who are you always around? Your parents. And so yeah. like when you think about it, it's like, you know, do not be surprised if you're mimicking, like if you're mimicking and you're, you're, you're pretty much trying to copy um, your, your, your parents. And, yeah. and like, that's, that's exactly how I'd seen it. Uh, you know, the, the way as to, you know, who you are now, it's like, I can actually see the attributes of, of who you are and it, it makes sense. It makes sense as to why you <laughs> are who you are because like your parents was just like that and you're pretty much just following that example, um, yeah. you know, which is, which is really amazing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we try our best to, to follow in the footsteps of the people that make an influence on your life, don't you? And um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a cool thing. And um, yeah, yeah. And the other part is you just want to make them proud as well. You want to make you know the people around you proud. So, you know, if you can do that, that's, that's, um, you know, you, you're doing okay. I think. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree on that. And so um, you mentioned your brothers and, um, you know, fortunately enough, I've actually met both, um, you know, your older brother and your younger brother too, um, because uh, when I was playing in, in the um, in the 2013 Harry Matthews um, team where um, Hacho was the coach, um, they were actually part of the team too. And at some cases, uh, I actually remember your older brother, Glenn, um, he was coming down and just, you know, you know teaching us some things, um, you know, some things that, that he's really ex 
put it at. And I know that, um, you know, Luke was, um, our, um, you know, doing all the stats, um, which was amazing. I was actually, because I'm, I'm a analytical type guy, so I love numbers. And yeah. um, I would always just love to be like, man, I don't know how he does it. Like, I don't know how he, you know, does all that stuff. And so, um, yeah, talk to talk to us about how um, your like, so you, like you already did talk about your relationship growing up, but how is your relationship now knowing that you guys are like a lot more older? Yeah, it's great. You know, uh, obviously, um, we may not talk to each other as much as we do. Uh, Luke works with me here at Mounties, so yeah, we see him every weekend, see him at the game, and he's he's the manager of our New South Wales Cup team. He does still does all his stats. I still don't half the time. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> he comes up with all these algorithms in in uh, in Excel, and I don't understand them. But I, uh, it's it's been funny because I you know I'll say to him. I'll just come up. Well, I want a stat for this, and he'll go. He'll look at me. He'll look at me, and he'll just go right. And then two days later, he's got it. It's done. You know, <laughs> he's got it. He's not. He's, he's got it ready to go. So, um, yeah, he's amazing in that situation. Um, yeah, but we, we, yeah, we get on great. You know, love spending time with him. My older brother. You know, he's doing his own thing now. Obviously, that that doesn't live too far away. He's got his. Um, you know, he's got a couple of sons, and um, one of them. You know playing basketball at the moment, yeah. which is pretty cool. So uh, for, for the Kings and so, and he's a basketball coach and he's, you know, impacting a lot of lives um, through what he's doing. Um, so yeah, no, our relationship's great. We, we get on well, we, we get on some, you know, sometimes we get on the phone and talk for an hour and then we yeah. might talk for a couple of weeks, but you know, it's just, I suppose it's just how we are. We don't, we don't have to talk every day. We don't talk every day, but when we do, you know, we, we see how each other's going and, and um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. It's good. Yeah. And, and you know what, like I, I totally agree on the fact that, um, you know, as you obviously start getting older, like, um, cause I actually had this revelation as of today. I was like, obviously the older that I'm getting, it's, it's where I've got to start being more intentional about, you know, reaching out and just checking up. Like just yesterday, I was actually on the, on, on the phone with Lungi, you know, um, you know, he's, he's no longer like at home, you know, he's, he's married and he's, and he's, you know, doing his own thing. And I started to realize as of yesterday, man, I do need to actually be more intentional about, you know, giving him a call and checking up to see how he's going. And so, yeah, yeah it's, it's a massive Definitely. encouragement, you know, it's a massive yeah. encouragement for you to say that, because yeah. I think people that are listening to this right now are probably saying, I guess now I'll probably have to call my, you know, <laughs> my, my older brother or my younger brother. Um, yeah, because yeah, I, I believe that obviously the older that we get, we start to do our own thing. Yeah. Um, but we do need to keep that connection going or else we're just going to be, you know, completely depleted um, yeah. in terms of that relationship. Yeah, and I know that, um, you know, I feel that, you know, you and Langy will do that because, um, you know, I see you playing footy together and, uh, you know, yeah. you've been together, you know, with, with a lot of the things that you've done. It was um, it was a cool moment mm. um, in 2013 um, when we got to pick you both in, in the squad. Um, I know it was a proud moment for your mum. And, yeah. Um, yeah and, and, and funnily enough, you, you, your mum was a big part of why you both got selected. Yeah. Know, because um, you, guys, you guys, what we tried to do was pick people um, not just that we're good footy players, but we're good people. And a lot of the times, you know, my, my assistant coaches, Paul and Baz, they went and watched a lot of footy games. You know, they, yeah. they footy games. And, they, and you know, I remember that the, they used to say, say to me, you know, Lange and Josh, you know, how they present themselves before and after the game was important to us as well. And you guys did that really, really well. You played well, which is good, you know, but we can coach that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, and obviously... Uh, but 
you know, we noticed that your teams, your mum was always around. She was always either a manager or even when she wasn't a manager, she was looking after you two, but she was looking after the whole team. Yeah. Family orientated, um, um, you know, attributes. And and we looked at that. And I know when uh, when I spoke to her when you know, at training at Paramarist quite a, quite a bit, um, yeah. you know, she was just immensely proud of, of you guys at that point. I bet, I, no doubt she's immensely proud of you now. And uh, it's a huge part of who you guys have become. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and honestly, that that's that's like I'm so grateful that you're saying that, um, because yeah, everyone says that. Um, everyone says that about mum, and I'm I'm always grateful for mum. And I do actually talk about mum on this podcast show, and the reason why is because it's my podcast show. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have the freedom to you know, um, you know, with obviously respect to other people's opinion, uh, I can I can do share a bit about you know mum and. I've shared a lot about mom through this. And so she's been the massive impact in my life too. Um, but yeah, and I actually appreciate those words. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't take words lightly. I'm a wordsy person. And so, um, yeah, just to hear that just brings so much clarity. And it actually brings just a bit of closure um, as to, you know, my, my footy journey. But we will talk about that later on um, as cool. we get to the end um, of this uh, podcast show. But I guess um, now what I want to do, uh, before I even get to, you know, talking about footy, all I want to do is just focus on you as a person first um, because before anything else, we are people first before anything else, uh, before any titles or before any anything that we have in life, we are people first. And so um, you shared a bit about your family, you know, like you shared about, you know, having great, you know, great parents as as real good examples, you know, even like most, uh, you know, uh, especially your, your your father, you know, being very honest and, 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 and then to the fact where, you're you're doing that same uh, thing, to, uh, same thing too. You know, uh, focusing on that and becoming better. Uh, and then you also shared about your relationship with, uh, with your brothers. You know, being really tight knit, and 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 then obviously to this point now where, you know, you guys are you guys are men, and you're a father, and and you're also um, a, a husband in itself. I guess what I want to do right now is I want to get into I guess the climax um, of of this this podcast show, and and you know just in every story or any journey that you go through life, there's this thing called a setback um, that that we go through, or um, I, I guess something that actually um, uh, you know, pushes pushes us back, and so I I guess my next question to you, if you're comfortable um, on sharing, um, is that uh, what would you say for you was the biggest setback that you've had in terms of your life? Yeah, that's a really really good question, and I don't I don't know. I, I've been very very lucky. Let me say that first, yep. Josh, because I don't you know, and and you know, people have passed around away around you around me and things like that, but. Um, and and that's that's that sort of makes you you know understand more about your your family and how important it is to you. So so those little things like that, mm-hmm. well, not little things, but you know what I'm saying. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me personally, I probably haven't had a a, a a lot of setbacks or something that really has pushed. You know, there was you know that that shyness as a kid that was yeah. you know, a little more of a hurdle, I suppose. But um, my son, when he was two years old. Um, was diagnosed with a kidney disease, nephrotic syndrome. So that was um, just something, and it's not a you know not a setback or anything like that. It was just a little hurdle at the time, and yeah. something that you know, if untreated, could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because, um, and I haven't spoken about my wife much either, but she's she's phenomenal in 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 my life, and she's my best mate, and we just love spending time together, and we, and we try to do that as much as we can. But um, you just never understand a mum's tuition. You know, fruition. Sorry, until till you know, 
she kept she said to me a few times, "Oh, I think Blake, you know, there's something, you know, something might be wrong." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, you know, no, no, he'll be right." He'll be right. <laughs> I guess it's like, like yeah, that's just, just how it, we right? are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just do it, and it's probably my upbringing as well. You know, it's like, mm. "Oh no, she'll be right. She'll be right. No, no, he's all right." But then, no, she said to me, "No, no, no." I think there's, you know, something. He's put on a lot of weight. He looks like he, you know, he, he looked quite big for a two-year-old, and you know, it was quite weird. So she took him to a doctor, and they said, "Take him to the hospital." You know, and went to the, she rings me in, um, and we're like, "Oh, okay, this is real." <laughs> yeah. So you know, it ended up, yeah. And look, he 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 was fine. It was a kidney disease. It's something that um, you can live with. There's no dramas with that. He's never going to – you can't be cured of it, but yeah. um, it's something that you live with. He, he knows about it. He understands it. He understands it more now as a 13-year-old that there's things that he can and can't do and there's things that he won't be able to do um, when he's older. So we're conscious of it. Um, but, you know, spending those – you know, and, and, you know, I don't want to make it sound more than it was either because if we spent three or four days in Westmead Hospital um, – Funnily enough, I was coaching at the time in Parramatta, and if anyone that knows Parramatta Mars is right next to Westmead Hospital. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, again, how lucky I am, I suppose, that it, I, I was going from hospital to training. We are with no, with no, real, no real drama. But um, what it did, what it did, did, like we went into the hospital frantic, you know, thinking, yeah, there's a huge problem. Four days later, when you walk out of that hospital, you realise you've got nothing, no problems in the world. You know, there's wow. kids in there's kids in that hospital, you know, that had cancer, that had leukaemia, that had a lot of different things, and they were in there for months, years. Mm. You know, so you we quickly, quickly readjusted and went, whoa, you know, this is this is not this is not bad compared to other people. Other people have got it really, really tough here. So that probably not a setback, but it also just a, a, a moment where we went, and both me and my wife went, okay, we need to stop whinging. You know, we need to care for our son. We need to understand our, our son's problem. We need to move on with it. But, gee, there's a lot of people out there doing a lot tougher than us. So it's probably that that moment that we just sort of went, okay, yeah, we need to pull our heads in, uh, be grateful for what we've got. Uh, we've got, you know, three healthy kids. They're great kids. Um, there's a lot of, and, you know, and then in a moment, you know, probably five years down the track where, you know, we had – I was coaching at Mounties and we we, we had um, uh, one of our one of our players there, uh, their, their brothers was was in hospital. So, you know, we, we made sure that we went and saw him and, mm-hmm. and you know, um, you know, tried to do the right thing by, by him and his family and his, his mum who, you know, was a foster, foster mum. So yeah. she fosters disabled kids and – you know, and just the the impact that their, their family had on me and, you know, her going to, she she would go to Westmead Hospital every day for, yeah. you know, and for hours on end and she still does. And, yeah, it's just, just you know, I suppose just the moment where you go, okay, we haven't got too bad, we're going all right. So, yeah. yeah. I hope that answers your question, but yeah. no, 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 it does, it does, it does, and that's that's a sheer great starting point that we can get into, uh, like for this for this question. Um, one thing I do want to state, and I want to actually state it to the viewers out there, and also to yourself, Hacho, is that you know the key um, to this is gratitude. You know, if 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 Hacho didn't actually take the step to say, you know what, um, 
there's other there's actually other people out there doing a lot more tougher than us we can actually pursue you know we can actually still uh, continue on yes it's an issue um yes it is a a disease or like a like an illness that he'll be carrying um you know within his system but the one thing that we're going to believe in instead is that we're going to focus on the gratitude and like you know there's a there's a cliche saying you know gratitude is attitude um you know it's all it's all based on having an attitude of you know what like I am, I am having a tough, um, you know, like I may be having a tough day or I may be going through a lot, um, you know, through this season. But if you, if you stick through and say, you know what, I, um, I'm going to continue to be grateful for the little things that I have, then all the issues that you, um, that you go through in life, I'm not saying that it will be pushed away completely, but you will see a different perspective. You'll see a different lens. And I guess that was something that you guys, uh, that's something that I took out of that, that story is, is the fact that you, and, and not just you, but also your, your, your wife and, and like your family around you, um, they were just focusing on, on living a gratitude life and just focusing on, um, you know, being grateful for what you do have as opposed to those that you don't or the things that you don't. Yeah. Yeah. We, we try to, mate. Obviously at times you get a bit Everyone gets a little bit selfish at times, and you think, "Oh, you know, why me? Why is this happening? Or you know, we, this could be better, or that could be better." But um, you know, sometimes you just got to take stock and think, um, "We're doing all right. We're doing some. You know, we're we're lucky. We've got a lot of things going for us." And um, yeah, it's important to understand yeah, yeah. that other pe- there's other people in in the world. You know, whether they're three houses up the road or whether they're across the other side of the world that yeah, aren't doing it so well. Yeah, and it's something that we try and talk to with our kids about as well, you know. And 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 you'll find, you know, hopefully when you have kids, is that you you try and make their life better than yours. And um, you know, we we try to do that as well. And my kids are fairly lucky. Um, and and but we often try and show them, you know, that how we were we, we how we grew up, and you know, five people in a small house, and you know. Yeah, you know, we did our best, and it worked out. And just trying to for our kids to understand that, yeah, you've you've got it all right. So you know, yeah, yeah, when they, yeah. When, when they you know, oh, geez, I want to play PlayStation or I want to do this. Yeah, I never owned a PlayStation or anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's the way it is. But um, different times, I suppose, too, as well. So you've got to move and adapt, and um, lots of things for kids to do, and if they want to. So yeah. I uh, totally, totally, um, totally agree on what you're on what you're saying too about you know uh, that yes we're in different you know uh, I guess you know generations uh, I would, I'd probably say um, in in terms of the fact that yeah what they have is pretty much what we're, like what we didn't have or you know what I do have right now is what you know um, what you don't have and I guess you know just to bring a bit of closure to the podcast as to why we do this or why I actually do podcasting is that. You know, just imagine if in your, you know, if you were like, I guess my age, um, how like the like the amount of gems or the amount of, um, I guess, information that you like that you could have re- like received from, you know, like the, the people that impacted your life and how yeah. easy it would be just to have a, I guess, a um a storage of it, you know, all, all the all the gems of other people's lives and all all the gems that they've learned, just stored into a, I guess, yeah, like a a storage box, and then you get to like just pick it up. That was pretty much like the secret behind why I wanted to do like podcasting was because I get to have someone like Katra jump on and share his story, but it's gonna be here, I guess, forever. So, um, you know, when it comes to you know, let's say for example, you know, twenty years time, I can still listen to this. 
yeah. just so long as there's internet. <laughs> but yeah. I can I can I can still listen to this uh, twenty years on. Whereas you know things like CDs um, and USBs, like I don't know if they're going to be existing um, in in the next couple of years or future um, years. Um, and so I guess that's something that to you know think about um, you know when it comes to the the why behind you know why I'm doing this. Um, simply because yeah, I do believe that when it comes to, you know, Hacho, he has a lot of value and um, he actually has a lot of things that, like a lot of gems in, in his in his head that I'm literally just wanting to pick out. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much in like in a nutshell as to why I wanted to get him on. But um, also in the fact that, yeah, he has a story and um, just as much as his story is empowering, so is yours to those that are listening on, on here too. And so um, I guess, you know, just to bring bring it back into, you know, what we're talking about um, in terms of your story. Uh, yeah. Like, like you, like you ended up saying that it wasn't really much of a setback, but it was something that kind of, I guess was a hurdle for you as, as you mentioned, um, yeah. you know, before in terms of um, your, your son. And so, you know, one thing that I do believe in that, you know, is, is that, you know, when there's a setback and um, there's usually a set up, um, there's there's usually something that actually builds you up, and so I know that you mentioned a bit about um, you know gratitude, and, and that that was something that um, helped you out. But you know, what's one thing that that keeps you going each and every day, um, knowing that your like your your son has that illness? Oh, look, we we, we probably don't think about it all that often anymore because we don't see evidence of it any, any, any you know anymore. But we just have it in the back of our mind. But yeah, um, oh look, it, it's just um, you know. The health of your family is the main thing. It's the it's the most important thing. So, um, you know, as long as and what we're trying to do every single day. My wife, she works really, really hard, and uh, we we're, we're trying to set up our lives for our kids, and we're trying to be an, an influence for our kids, and we're trying to do the right thing for our kids. You know, and um, give them every opportunity. Like they they all play sport at the moment, which is great. And you know, through the with my job, sometimes my you know, my wife is running around every afternoon getting late to cricket, getting the girls to netball and gymnastics, things like that. I get to see the back end of it some some nights and get to jump in and have a look and, and then Blake playing footy and, um, you know, just all those different things. Um, yeah, I suppose you just you do it because you, you want the best for your kids and, that's, that's, and you want them to have every opportunity in life. Whether they want to take it or not, that's up to them. Where they end up will be up to them. You know, and someone someone said to me a few years back, you know, is that, you know, you, someone's got to meet you fifty, yeah. meet you halfway. You know, like you you can only give them give someone as much um, knowledge and power or impact someone as much as they want to take from you. So, as long as they meet you halfway, and as my kids, you know, learn that that dad can give them most things and can help them <laughs> with most things, but they've got to they've got to meet me halfway, and 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 they do at the moment. They're pretty good. They're at a good age, and they're they're um they're absolutely absolutely great to hang around with and um you know I love I love picking up my girls from gymnastics um, on a Monday and Tuesday night and because um, that time's dad time that yeah you know, and we 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 yeah. we're lucky in that way we drive home from from gymnastics and I ask a lot of questions and they sometimes give me answers sometimes don't but they tell <laughs> me what their day was like and I really encourage them to talk and share and. Not be like me when I was their age, and not not talk and be shy. But there, you know, and my, one of my daughters is is a bit shy, but she's getting mm. a lot, lot better to the point where she 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 did a speech the other day for um, school captain. You know, and that, that's a big thing. Just to Come do that was great. So we were really, really, um, really proud of her in that way. And they're learning, and um, yeah, they're, they're good kids. They're you know, I, as I said, the, the time that I spend with them 
driving home from gymnastics, just getting to know them more, asking them questions, what what they like, what they don't like. You know, we play a game called favourite. What's your favourite ice cream? What's your favourite this? What's your favourite that? And, you know, that's, that's you know, to get them talking about themselves, but also so I know what to buy them at Christmas. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, but and then the same as Blake, like uh, my my son, he's um, he's thirteen, and we've always had this thing where we, we uh, he he called it bro time. So when it's me and him, it's just bro time. It's pretty cool. I love it. Like it's a yeah, it's awesome. So um, just spend that time with him, and I'm lucky that he 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 seems to like a lot of the stuff that that I like. Um, you know, some don't, some stuff he likes I don't like, but yeah, you know, he he loves coming to footy with me. He'll yeah. get him to work, and he'll and in in he'll see what it's about, and. Um, you know, he, he's been he's been very lucky that he's he spent a bit of time around um, some of his idols you know, <laughs> on, on the footy field. There, he's been able to go and watch Penrith and go and watch, you know, seeing you know all all the other teams up close. You know, because mm. he's because his dad's been lucky enough to be in that environment. So, um, yeah, him understanding, I suppose, that, again, coming back to grateful that he, he, he's. Grateful that he gets to be put in these situations where maybe some of his friends don't. So he's he's pretty happy with that. But um, yeah, and he just he's on his little um, you know his start of his journey with his sporting at the moment with cricket and footy and stuff like that. So it's good to spend a lot of time with him doing those sorts of things. And sometimes you know he he doesn't uh, he doesn't really want to know what dad has got to say, <laughs> which is fair enough. I get that. Um, that's why he's got some really good coaches in his life at the moment that, that are really helping him along the way, and it's it's cool for him. And some of the girls with their netball and gymnastics, you know, they don't need to be coached by dad. Dad needs to be dad, and, and the coaches can do their job. But every now and again, they ask me a few questions, and I'm like, oh, cool, this is all right. I yeah, yeah, yeah. coached that on for a couple of minutes, but yeah, and and um, but and then all the work that obviously my wife does around getting them ready for school, getting them. All, all, you know, to to and from sport and, um, yeah. But we we really we really enjoy family time. We re, we I only have um, you know a month off from footy, and that's usually October. So we do our best to. Uh, we always book a, a family holiday in October, and you know whether wherever we go, we just like to have fun together and do some stuff that the kids like doing. And um, yeah, it's 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 that's what we do. So that's what that's what makes us happy, and. Um, you know, we try to always say, "Think, well, what's going to make us happy?" You know, because a lot of the times, and I've been, I've done it before. You know, where you get caught in a job or you get caught, yeah. in stuff, doesn't make you happy. No. You know, <laughs> you, you you need to make a choice there. You need to move on. You know, what you're doing now makes you happy, and then you can see it. You know, and uh, what you, you know, it's a great thing. You know, and getting people to understand that don't just do a job because it pays the bills. You yeah. know, you're not gonna, you're not going to enjoy that. You know, go and do something that you're passionate about, that you like doing, and then, then you won't feel like you're working. So yeah, things like that. We're trying to encourage our kids to do that as well. We obviously they want to be sports people, and that's great. And follow your dreams. Don't don't ever stop. Even though someone will tell you you're not good enough, you, you know. You, and then I probably had to do that to people, you know. But well, you know, you're too small. Or you you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. But you know what? I could be wrong. Someone mm-hmm. could be wrong. You know. Follow your dreams. Go and do it. Go and do it. Don't, don't let anyone tell you no. Go and do it. Why not? Why can't it be you? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, hundred percent. It's it's crazy because I'm just getting impacted by everything that you're saying. <laughs> um, but I guess uh, what I want to do um, just right now is because um, there was a lot of stuff that you had mentioned, which is really good. Um, but I guess I wanted to say firstly, like I I don't know, right? Like I just want to put it out there, fam. Like I I'm not a father. Like I'm not a parent myself, so I have no clue how it is and I can't voice it out and say oh yeah you know this is how parents meant to be and this is how it is like I'm just being like you know true out there I don't know how it is um but you know Hacho does you know uh you know Chris Chris does know exactly how that is and I'm so grateful that you're sharing this because it's actually giving me insights onto what I can do when it comes to you know running my own family and 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 doing the best that I can to be the I guess um, I guess not just the best father or, or the best, you know, husband, but most importantly, the best person I can be, you know, just, just hearing on the, on the little things that you're saying. And so I want to say thank you so much for sharing a bit about your family. I know that, um, you know, it wasn't something that I, I asked for, but you, you opened up about it and you did actually make the choice to share about it. And I'm, I'm getting far more impacted than I thought. You know, I thought it was just going to be a conversation about footy and just a bit about, you know, how you got there, but we went in deep and we, I guess really focused on you being a person first because that's who you are. Like yeah. it's like that's who you are before anything else. You know, you can get rid of the title as being a coach. Um, you know, you can take that hat off as a coach, but the one thing you can never take off as like, you know, is, is the person that you are. Um, that's yeah. something that you probably can't take off at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or that's something that I believe in. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, look, and, and I love being a coach. Well, not, not actually a coach anymore, but, um, you know, I love being part of people's, people's lives and um coaching's been a big part of it I, I stumbled into it to be honest with you and i you know, probably chat about that a little bit now but um i was actually a tennis coach first um and i don't even know how i got it. i was playing tennis and then i got asked to coach and i thought okay yeah why not so i gave that a go and um and then from there a couple of people that i coached tennis um, asked me to coach them in cricket. I'm like, okay, right, sweet. So, yeah, know a little bit about cricket, right, I'll give that a go. And then the same people said to me, oh, I play footy. Can you coach footy? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Do you need a coach? Yeah, okay, all right, I'll do it. You know, and, and um, sort of just stumbled my way into it. But I coached um, a great group of kids at Cambridge Park um, and I'll, I'll never forget coaching those guys and I'll never forget those guys and I do watch them from afar and make sure, you know, and hopefully that they're doing well and, 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 um, but they, they were great. They were a great bunch of kids. They were tough. Um, they were uncompromising, you know, they, they, um, had some setbacks in their lives that yeah. you, know, you, you hope that you could just sometimes, sometimes you had to kick them up the bum and they reacted to that. And sometimes you had to put your arm around them because they reacted to that. So, but they were great, great kids. And, you know, I'm lucky enough that I've coached, Every, pretty much every level, under six as all, you know, and I've um, been a part of some high-level footy as well. But uh, I just enjoy it. I just enjoy yeah. coaching. And it's just – it's. It is, and I always talk to coaches now, you know, as long as you're there for the right reason, you'll do the right thing. You'll do the right thing. And we can help with all the other stuff. We can help – you know, you can help people with the, you know, the drills and the Xs and the Os and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, some of that's important, but – you know, it's more important to be, be there for your players, you know, your players and your staff, you know, it's important. But, um, yeah, I stumbled into coaching and um, coached the boys at Cambridge Park for four years and, you know, we were lucky enough to get better and better every year and um, 
Yeah, and and uh, to a point where they they got you know from Division Four to Division One, and that was pretty cool. And then you know, you know, got asked to do an A grade side, so I thought, all right, I'd do that, and I played, you know, coached A grade, and ended up playing a couple of games there too as well, <laughs> which was weird. But yeah, it was <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it wasn't that great a player, Josh. So anyway, that, so more coaching than playing. But then. Um, um again got asked to go to to Wentworthville um by a guy that I was coaching against. Uh, he sort of said, oh, I'm going to Wentworthville. Um, can you come and help me? I'm, okay, yes, yeah, sweet. And then they said, Oh, we've got a junior side, an under 15 side that I coached at Wentworthville. And I said, um, yeah, can you take them on as well as helping with you know the, the City Shield at that point, helping out uh, sorry, Agra it was. I said, Yeah, yeah, no worries. So and then got this uh, you know, again, amazing group of kids. Um, that just um, was so talented, you know. And it, it was, I say this with all due respect, when the kids that I had at Cambridge Park were tough, uncomprom- uncompromising, and probably didn't have the talent, okay. Yeah. But they were, and but then I went on went to Wenny, they were, had all the talent, but maybe didn't have that, yeah, yeah, that little yeah. edge, that toughness. So, um it, it worked out pretty good because with the guys that came, I could ask them to run through a brick wall and they did it. <laughs> I did, I did, and, and it was great, you know. It was, it was never a, 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 never an issue with their physicality or mentality or anything like that. It was just a matter of how do I coach them to get better. And and that, that was a challenge in itself. So how do I teach them catch pass? How do I teach them to tackle properly, safely? How do I, you know, how do I, um, you know, teach them the X's and O's a little bit? Whereas the guys that went here, I was like, okay, now we need to, work on their mentality. We need to work on their resilience. We need to work on that. So it was a different kettle of fish. And, um, you know, they were tough, don't get me wrong, but, um, yeah, it was just, just a different side of coaching. So that that was fun, trying to work out how to do all of that. Um, and they were great, great kids and still still lucky enough to talk to a lot of those kids that I've coached throughout those, those years. And, um, yeah, it's probably at that point where I got asked to do some stuff with, uh, New South Wales Cup and and um, and uh, you know Harold Matt said so I went to Stu Ball first I think, well, Western Academy I did some stuff at Western Academy yeah and um, did some stuff at Parramatta with the Harold Matt SG Ball so yeah and that's where I met you yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah I, I don't know it's coaching's been a big part of my life it's just every year you sort of get asked to do something and you think oh yeah that that sounds good like how can I help this group, um, meet some great people, meet some great kids. And the best thing about coaching, I've always said, is that, yeah, there's some kids that go and play in a row and that's awesome. And um, a lot of people hang their head on that and, that and and that's great too because that is a big achievement. But yeah. uh, getting getting invited to weddings, to um, baptisms of their kids, you know, to their 21st and, you, you know, you get up there and you speak, and you're like, okay, this, you know, again, I don't like speaking, but you know, yeah. that sort of stuff. and then, um, and then getting asked to come on your podcast, yeah, that sort of stuff. That's that's the best thing about coaching. That's yeah. where you, know, you think, okay, well, maybe I have done the right thing. <laughs> sometimes you don't know, yeah. Sometimes you don't know. With with some kids, some sometimes you don't know, and you keep in contact with a lot of, you know, and and now we're big in the women's game here at Mounties as well, so. You know, the men and the women of the game that you know you, you you try your best to keep in contact with as many as you can and you know obviously they've got other things in their life that they go on with but you know and I know 
if you if you see the person and, and, and they say hello and you haven't spoken for ages and you just get talking, that that's the coolest thing about coaching is that you know there's a little bit of a level of you know admiration or respect or something there between you two and what they've achieved and you find out where they are in their life. It's that's the best thing. That's what that's what most people coach for, I think. <laughs> Yeah, and it's cool to see that there was actually one thing that you pointed out, which is like something that I I I, I always live by still to this day, or something that I experienced like you know even still to this day is like the people that you impacted that you didn't even know, yeah. <laughs> uh, or you didn't even know how much impact um, that that you actually impacted in their life, and and it was crazy to see that you, you mentioned that uh, you mentioned that you know me just you know like allowing you to jump on and inviting you to saying like I'd love to hear what your story. Uh, I, I guess, you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you're probably in your head like, okay, I've probably done something, like something good. <laughs> like I, I had no clue. And uh, I guess it's all just, yeah, um, I guess true. closure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it was just closure. Yeah. It's just it's just the closure. Um, if if there was closure, if I told you beforehand, um, you would have been like, okay, sweet. But because I didn't, like you had no clue. And yeah. so, uh, and obviously once I invited you, it's like, I really want to hear your story. Then you're probably saying, "Yeah, I've probably done something right. Not too, not too sure, not too sure what it was exactly, but yeah, I've no, done something." Yeah, no, that, you, you're 100 right. And um, yeah, every now and again, you know, you, you'll you'll get into a conversation with someone that you, that you coached throughout the years, and they they say, oh, "I remember when you did that," and you're like, "Yeah, oh yeah," and then rejugs your memory. You don't remember, but then you remember. You go, oh, "Okay, well that that's good." You know, if you've done something that. Um, has made someone, you know, a better person. That's awesome. That's 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 the best result possible that you can have. And um, you know, if I've done that with people, then you know, awesome. I, I'm I'm proud of that. That's good. It's a good yeah. thing. And like I, I totally feel that you know I totally feel um, that that was something that was uh, you know instilled into me um, was yeah like the fact that you actually impacted me you know far more greater than what you actually thought um, <laughs> you know in terms of that time uh, I always think about it like why was it so like when I share to a lot of people my story I always talk about 2013 uh, like that that was my I would say probably the greatest year that I've had in my life uh, but it was also a good lesson too um, yeah. as to you know i've learned a lot of lessons as of like from that year um you know the many things i was able to do uh, but i guess also just many of the life lessons that, that i've learned from that year too and so um to see you actually be a part of that that uh that story um you know in terms of you being the coach and um you know through the Param- um the harry matthews um side there was actually a lot more <laughs> there was actually a lot more that i was getting than what i thought of and i was i was a young kid like, and I'm still young, still like I'm still young now. Um, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking as if I'm old, but like I'm still <laughs> young. I'm still young. I'm only 22 years of age, and so, um, you know, to see myself, you know, uh, where I was before in 2013 to where I'm at right now, like there's been many impacting moments that I've had, and I think for me, one of the things was just being surrounded by like like a great bunch of boys, you know, yeah. um, and not just I guess great bunch of boys, but guys that actually there for the uh for the same kind of i guess similar goal like we all had like something in common and um i'm actually i'm actually keen right now to talk a bit about that actually uh, about yeah. that year um cool. because there was something i don't know what it was but it's something that i talk about every year about that year there was something about that team um that that we had um i don't know i don't know what it was but i'd love to you know get into that because i think it'll bring a bit of closure for those boys that actually played uh, in that 2013 side because 
Um, I'm not too sure if it was just you as the coach or for what you had done as as a coach, but um, we'll just get straight into it right now. So uh, for those out there that are watching this video um, through YouTube or if you're listening through Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, in 2013, I was fortunate enough, as I said at the start of the year, uh, sorry, at the start of this uh, podcast that I was fortunate enough to play in the Harry Matthews side um, in, in in the like for, for the Parramatta Eels. Um, Hacho was the coach and I was just one of the players. And funny enough, I was actually fortunate enough to play up in age. Um, and, you know, back at those times, playing up in age, was a big thing, um, you know, to be able to play, um, you know, reps, um, you know. So I was, uh, I think I was 14 at the time when I started training in preseason. And then when I was playing, I was playing under 16s at the age of 15. And um, that was a big thing for me, um, you know. And, and most importantly for me, the biggest thing was actually playing with my brother. Um, I was fortunate enough to play with my brother. Um, he's like, we're only, funny enough, we're actually not a year apart. We're actually 11 months uh, apart. We're actually a lot more closer than I thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was fortunate enough to play with him um, through, the, through the year of 2013. And so uh, that, that, there's a lot of memories that I've got from that, from that moment. But I guess, I guess the question that I want to get into just to, you know, get into this, you know, I guess to, through the the meat of of this uh, of this podcast is, um, what would you say that you had did through through the course of that year, um, you know, in terms of like intentionality and purpose behind that 2013 team? If you can remember, if you can yeah. actually like remember, uh, what was yeah. kind of like your thoughts or your processes of that year? Well, the big thing is is we wanted to bring to get we wanted to bring people together, you know, and I, I had a really good coaching staff with Baz and Paulie Millsy. You know, yeah. Mark Booth, um, you know, our manager, Cole, you know, we're good people, you know, good people doing things for the right reasons. And we, we wanted to have an, create an environment where you guys cared for each other, cared for each other, but cared for and, – and also individual success was good, but you were more, you know, you, you enjoyed the person next to you getting the, getting the accolades. And, look, we, 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 had, a, we had a plan that we, how we wanted to do that, we thought it could work. Um, I think it did work in terms of getting you guys together. You guys did have that care for each other. You did have that understanding. Um, there's 26 guys in the squad, so not everyone was going to get picked. We, yeah. we were pretty upfront and honest at the start and said that, you know, for the first six rounds, you will all play three games. And then after that, we'll pick the best team. You know, and the best team might not be what everyone thinks the best team is. They might be just the, the people that are doing the right thing, the people that are um, you know, being the best teammate, doing those little little extras at the time. And, um, you know, as it worked out, that was that's, that was what was what happened. And I know yourself, you know, Josh, you played um, you know, three good games um, and, you, and and unfortunately didn't, you didn't get part of that. that yeah, uh, yeah, squad, yeah. That, well, you were part of the squad, but you weren't part of the team in the, in the end. But the, the perfect part of about that is, um, you know, and there's a couple of photos um, of that year, but if you have a look at it and everyone everyone enjoys winning, but there's um, there's, there's photos around of uh, people enjoying other people's success and that's that's a big thing. And I, I think that's the biggest thing that I, I can take out of, out of that season is that there was selfless players um, that were happy for other people to succeed. And when you, when you have that, um, you're probably going to do pretty well. Uh, did we have some good footy players? Yeah, we did. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. But um, and, and did we have we had, we had issues throughout the season? Like we had hiccups, we had hurdles. We yeah, had, yeah. Um, you know things that we had to iron out. But we did that. 
um, with a with a team first mentality. And um, but by the same token, I, I, you know, we were big on, you know, we we coached very simply the, the catch, pass, and tackle. You know, we mm-hmm. wanted to be we wanted to be great at that. My coaches were awesome at that. You know, Paulie was big on the catch pass. Yep. And Baz was big on the on the tackle technique and and the marker stuff. And we knew if we were if we were the best at that, that we were a pretty good chance of going well. Yeah. My whole thing was that we wanted to make sure that we trained hard. We learned how to train. You know, and, and I know uh, people in the Parramatta system were were big on that as well. And I took I took that, I took out of that. Um, you know what they were giving me as well. Uh, we wanted to train hard. We wanted to be the hardest trainers. We wanted to. We wanted our training sessions to be harder than games, and ninety-eight percent of the time that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I will, I will never forget. I'll never forget um, my my first day um, in into preseason. Um, yeah, running that the, the, the like the Parramatta Park, and yep. not just that, but doing testing before. So we ended up doing testing before that, and I was already gone. And I was, I was, I was skinny. You know, I was, I wouldn't say skinny, but like I was a lot more slimmer than where I'm at right now. So, like to think, I was like, wait, I'm not as fit as I think I am. But it was the training aspect, hundred percent. Like yeah. it was actually the training aspect. And um, like if I had to be totally transparent, based on my, I guess my experience through like playing rugby league, you know, playing reps, I would, I would I would say that the the Parramatta system, and I guess that that year of 2013 was probably the hardest still to this day. And I'm not saying that lightly, um, but what you just said, I'm I'm confirming that as a player, a person that's yeah. actually gone through um, hell <laughs> um, through through that through that year. Um, but not gonna lie, if it wasn't for that year, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now in terms of yeah. like work ethic, um, you know, training. Like I'm training, you know, still to this day now. Like even though you know um, the competition's finished, and I'm just still like wanting to to maintain it because of that year. Um, yeah. I started to learn a lot of things about, you know, getting your extras in, you know, making sure you're eating right. And I guess that was the, the like the light bulb moment from that from that time. But yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like the training, the training session of, of that year was probably like the, the worst I've ever gone through. Yeah, yeah. Well, and look, and, and what it was about, and, and I'm glad that you're, you're still training, and I know that you're playing and you're playing well, and um, you're enjoying it. That's great, and that's a, that's a big part of it as well. But it's 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 finding out really who you are like, yeah. in, on that training paddock. You find out who you are, but you also find out who you mate. What you know, where's their breaking point? Where, where what's their character like? You know, and you know, can I trust them under pressure? Can I trust them next to me to be able to make that tackle? Or can I trust them to push up in support? And you know, it's a big thing in, in, in team sports, but it's also a big thing in life. You know, it's, you know, your character shines in times of adversity and when you're under the under the pump and, you know, there was guys I know, there was guys that didn't want to do it and wanted to yeah. quit. And that's okay. That, if they wanted to quit, they could. They could, you know. But, um, you guys didn't. You guys yeah. didn't. Like there was times, you know, and I know that there was guys that were really struggling with it. They they got back on the on the on the you know horse and went went again the next day. We were training three nights a week. It was tough, yeah. you know, and um, we trained for two hours solid. We're in the gym, and you know, you, you know, I felt it was good learning for for you guys um, to understand how to train, but also your mentality, your character, who you are. And I thought that would you know hold you good stead going on to either rugby league or just you know life in in general. So that's what we felt. Um, the coaching staff bought into it straight away. You guys bought into it straight away. Um, 
yeah, we 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 had some fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some fun, <laughs> and also went through a lot of pain. But hey, I guess you know, as they say, no pain, no gain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? Uh, um, I always say to myself, yeah, like 2013 was a year of um, you know, a lot of you know, a lot of moments of adversity. You know, building you know my character, but I, I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. Um, yeah. I've learned so much from that year to the point where now, you know, as I mentioned before, like, you know, previously, before we started this podcast that like I'm a well-being officer, you know, helping young kids in, in, in a primary school, you know, with their behavioral needs and social, you know, social needs too. So, um, and I get to instill things that I learned through, you know, when I was, um, you know, 15 years of age, you know, playing higher maths and, and just grabbing those little concepts and, and teaching, teaching these kids, you know, who are just, you know, uh, from from years what years years two to year six, you know, uh, roughly yeah. in that bracket point, and I get to instill little things like I guess a little earlier, and I guess a little bit lighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and then yeah. then how we did it, um, you know, when I was yeah, you got to know your audience. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You can't do that with everyone. You can't do that with you know ten year old kids. You can't do that. That's <laughs> how it is. But you know, a big part of that for you, and it's awesome to hear is you do that. You're doing that, and you're making a difference in people's life. Um, you know, and I'm a believer of, you know, you you mentor someone and you be mentored by someone. So yeah. you, no matter what level you're at in your life or what stage you're at, you are in your life, is that you know, pass it down. Pass it down. Don't don't yeah. think you have all the answers. Don't think you have all the answers and, and don't keep anything. Like pass it down, give it to people. Let, let, you know, and they might not use it or they might not think it's it's right for them. That's okay too. That's all right. It's not for everybody. But um, pass it on. Pass on the knowledge that you get from someone else and then, you know, go and find some more knowledge. Go and find someone else to learn off. Go and find someone else to, um, you know, to see what they've got inside them and, you know, and, and grab a bit of that. So pass it on is, is, is you know, the, the thought process behind that. So, yeah, I'm glad. That's, that's, that's really, really good what you're doing, mate. That's, um, it's exciting and they've got no better teacher. You know, you're at a good age now where, um, you know, your maturity levels is, is growing and you're passing on your knowledge to other people. And, um, yeah, that's huge, mate. That's a, that's a big thing in life. Yeah, honestly, I'm actually so grateful. Uh, like, I'm so thankful too that that you're that, like for your kind words. Because um, yeah, as I said, I am a wordy guy, and so uh, I, I don't take that. Uh, I don't take words lightly. You know, for me, when it comes to words, uh, words is probably far more heavier when it comes. Um, yeah, probably far more heavier than actual action itself. Um, yeah, and, and like that's that's pretty much just for me. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I want to say like I, I'm really enjoying this podcast. Like I'm actually really loving. You know, just to hear your story and and even the fact that we're actually, you know, getting a lot like a lot of these memories and just putting it onto this, you know, podcast episode and and so um, I guess at this point I, I want to start to slowly start wrapping up this podcast just by like um, asking you a few questions that I do believe that a lot of people um, can can get a lot more value uh, out before we finish off this podcast. So I guess at this point now I want to I want to talk a bit about like uh, I guess at this point about you being a coach. Um, you know, for me I I stepped into a role just a, a few months ago onto being a freedom coach and that's not like a footy coach it's not you know in a sports it's being a freedom coach and my main heart is just to help people find freedom um that's that's pretty simple and it's cool the fact that you you believe in just keeping it simple um because there was this uh saying that always um it's, it's been in my heart this whole year which is complexity is the enemy of execution 
So pretty much in a nutshell, the complex things that you do in life, those are the things that, that are actually, I guess, your enemy or your battle um, to where you're wanting to go. And so I'm just like you, keeping things simple and, and, and not wanting to be all complex. And so I just, you know, put myself on a market saying I'm wanting to be a freedom coach. But I guess the one thing that would differ me from anyone else is that I'm a fatherless kid. Um, yeah. You know, like as you were mentioning throughout the podcast, you know, mum, mum was, um, it was always just mum. You know, one thing you didn't say is you didn't say dad. And the reason why he didn't say that is because that wasn't in the picture. And so, um, you know, for me, although I'm not going to be a footy coach or go into the sporting arena, um, this word called coach is, is something that has just been, you know, drilling into my mind this whole um, this whole podcast. So, so I guess in terms of like the coaching aspect, um, what is one thing as a coach um, for you first, actually, I w- like, you know, for you being a coach, what was one thing that was always on your mind um, in terms of being a coach, being the, I guess, the best coach? Doing things for the right reasons. Yeah. Uh, and making decisions based on that, doing things for the right, for the individual that you're making the decision on, doing the right thing for the team, and, you know, making sure you have those discussions, you know, be honest with with the player, you know. Players know if they've been dropped or rested, you know, if you're going to drop a kid, drop a kid. If you're going mm-hmm. to, you and, and tell them why, you know, and give them something that they, give them something that they can use, you know. And you know, honesty is the biggest one, okay, but and honesty comes back to doing things for the right reasons, I suppose. So um, it, it's very, it's very um honorable to be called a coach uh, and it's and and it should take you shouldn't take that lightly you know because being a coach you know of rugby league side it's not just about you know what you do on the field it's how you present yourself you know how what influence you are are you doing the right thing you know because you you know all your your, your staff and your players are watching yeah your every move you know so you need to make sure that you're doing the right thing but um, doing things for the right reasons um, and being happy. That's it. Yeah, honestly, I couldn't agree more. Like, like very simple, um, but it is very effective. Like, if you guys, like, that's something that I, like, I'm on a journey right now of doing that. Um, I'm understanding that, yeah, like, I'm just wanting to, you know, do the right thing, uh, and which in my heart is to help the fatherless out. Like, that's that's what I'm wanting to do, you know. I've seen a big need in myself growing up um, in, in terms of, you know, not really having my father present. And so now at the stage, at this stage of my age, um, that I'm at right now, it's like I've been totally aware that I want to do this for life. You know, I want to be able to help the fatherless out because um, whenever I think of them, I think of me. You know, I think of, you know, where I was growing up. And although I like, I am so grateful for what I've been given, you know, I was I had an opportunity to be, um, you know, coached by, you know, Hacho, and I've been able to, you know, be mentored by so many people. But then I'm thinking about the other kids, you know, I'm thinking about the, the kids out there that don't have it. And so I'm wanting to kind of be that that handout and be like, hey, I'm here. And and also, um, you know, to add on to that, just, um, you know, pass it on, you know, as you mentioned, you know, just passing it on, passing on the knowledge and then seeking out for more and then, you know, passing it down um, and, and just, I guess, continuing that flow um, for generations and, and generations to come. Yeah, uh, I agree, mate. And it's, it, like I said, it's an awesome thing that you're doing and should be proud of yourself, mate. And I know the people around you are proud of you and, I'm proud of what you what you what you're becoming. It's awesome. 
Yeah, honestly, I actually appreciate it. I actually appreciate it so much, uh, Hacho. I uh, appreciate your words. And so I guess um, right now, uh, I guess the last question I want to do before we wrap up this podcast is, um, man, I'll, I, I, I just got to say I'm so impacted by this podcast. I know I've been saying it um, throughout the whole whole podcast and, and, and I actually am. And the reason why is because, uh, you know, I didn't share this uh, before, but I did talk about it before, um, you know, before we jumped onto this podcast. But this was actually one of my, my goals um, when I when I was um, starting into interviewing and and wanting to get people on. This guy right here was one of the guys that I wanted to get on. And the reason why is because if I if I had to be totally honest, there wouldn't have been any. Uh, uh, I guess the the impact podcast show. There would have been no podcast, um, no impact. Um, this wouldn't have happened without you know this man here. This guy was actually one of the guys that actually helped me into being the man that I am today, and and helped me to become my best, not just as a player, but most importantly um, as a person. And so, Hacho, I want to say thank you so much uh, for helping me and being the man that I am right now. Because if I had to be honest with you, you guys, are, I guess for for me, if I had to be honest, um, if it wasn't for you, you know, helping me out, especially through, you know through that year. Um, I, I wouldn't be uh, there would have been no impact podcast show there wouldn't be no podcast right now and um, the people that are listening to this right now wouldn't be impacted so I uh, thank you so much for that well that was um, yeah amazing I think thank you very much for the kind words and um, keep being you mate keep being you you're doing a great job you're doing a great job yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And so the last question I want to ask right now is, um, you know, we've spoken a lot. Um, you know, there's been many impacts. And and the last thing I love to do is that, you know, there are people out there listening to this saying, you know, probably like, I want one more. You know, I want, I want one little thing. And that's what we're going to give you, fam. So uh, the last question I want uh, I want to ask you, Hacho, is, is there any encouragement that you can share, whether it was through the podcast or even just something that was on your heart as of today? that you'd love to share to those out there that are listening and watching this video? Yeah, look, it's hard, it's hard to get it down to one thing, but I suppose it's just be yourself, but be happy. Do what makes you happy. And and if if you can find that, and if you haven't got it, search for it, find it as quickly as possible, and then put all your efforts into that. Do what makes you happy, because if you do what makes you happy, you're going to do it well, I guarantee you. And um, more often than not, if you do that, you're going to impact someone else, and um, you know you, you, what you're doing. You're impacting people, and you know, if we if we can impact other people, whether it's your family, your friends, um, you know your community, uh, other people that come into your life, then um, you know, and it makes them happy. It'll usually make you happy. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yep, <laughs> I love I love the finish onto that, um, but yeah, guys, that that's the encouragement done. That is the podcast done for uh, for this episode. And so, guys, I want to say to those ones out there, thank you so much for for watching and tuning in. Hacho, thank you so much for you know taking out your time to you know share your story, but also to give massive value to the people out there. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute honour. No worries, no worries. And so, um, you know, I, I don't know if you do actually uh, want to do this, but it's totally up to you. Um, but, you know, if there's people out there that wanting to know more about you or, or connect with you, uh, what's the best way that they can possibly connect with you if they want to know more? Uh, yeah, look, I, I am on Facebook. I don't, I'm not a big, I'm not big on it, but I, I, I am on it. So, um, yeah, if you just want to search me up on Facebook, um, I, I work at Mounties at the moment. My phone number's up on, on the website there. So I'm happy to talk to anyone. So, yeah anytime so if anyone wants to find me there then go for your life 
Yeah, cool, cool. So uh, for those that are watching this video um, through YouTube, it's going to be down in the links down below. Uh, we'll have that all already uh, for for you guys um, that are watching this video. But I do know I, I do know that there are people listening through this either either through Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So if you guys are listening to this right now, um, head over to our Facebook page and Instagram uh, where he'll be promoted over there. And um, yeah, we'll have that all information there on our Impact Podcast Show um, social media pages and that would be cool. But other than that, guys, that is all that we got for this um, podcast episode. Hacho, thank you so much for jumping on. No worries, mate. It was great. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. So that is all. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you guys in the next one.